Well, good morning, everyone. It's good to see you all here. It got really, really quiet, and that's unusual for everyone because you guys are still talking. Anyways, let's uh, all come in from the lobby, and let's find our seats. Let's stand up, and we're going to join in worship of our great God this morning. we got a lot to celebrate about. we got a baptism. we got Palm Sunday. So let's praise our God this morning through worship, through music. I will for all my days. 
Yes, I will. Right on. Everybody say, Jesus is Lord. Lord. Everybody shout, Jesus is King. It is good to worship him together. Amen. 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 Welcome to Faith Church. You may have a seat if you would like. Good morning. Welcome to all of you. We are glad that you are with us. Uh, My name is Derek, and uh, I'm one of the pastors here, and we are glad to see each and every one of you. Uh, Are you ready for an exciting Sunday? I mean, you know, wait a second. I mean, every Sunday we gather together as a church family is a good, great, Jesus-exalting Sunday, right? And yet, it's okay. It's okay. There's times when there's something special to celebrate together. We have a couple of things, uh, as you'll see, that make this Sunday special. And first of all, it's because it's Palm Sunday. Uh, And so we want to think just for a couple of moments, uh, take ourselves back to that first Palm Sunday, a little over 2,000 years ago. We want to spend just a couple of minutes thinking together about our Palm Sunday, what it is we want to think of and remember and celebrate and how that can uh, prep us here for the week ahead. Uh, Palm Sunday is really marks the beginning of Holy Week, of the week ahead as we remember the last earthly days of Jesus. And notice how I said his last days on earth. I was reading my um, devotional that preps me up for Easter recently, and I love how the author put it. These are, we're celebrating remembering the last days of Jesus' pre-resurrection life. The last days of his pre-resurrection life. Because though he died, Jesus is alive. And and that's what we get to remember this week. Is is this Holy Week marks, uh, this this Sunday, Palm Sunday marks the beginning of Holy Week. And certainly we are looking forward to Friday, Good Friday, when we remember his death, the death and resurrection, the death, not the resurrection yet. On Good Friday, we remember the death of Jesus for us. And then, of course, next Sunday is Resurrection Sunday. Look forward to celebrating those together as well. Uh, If you have your Bible, you're welcome to open to Matthew chapter 21. You don't have to. If you want to just listen to me read it, that's fine too. But I'm going to be reading just a few verses to remind ourselves about Palm Sunday from Matthew chapter 21. As you turn there, perhaps just a a good word of warning is, if you've been in church much in your life and you've heard the story of that first Palm Sunday. The Bible sometimes refers to it as the triumphal entry, Jesus entering into Jerusalem for the last week of his life. If if you're familiar at all with that story, then the danger is what? That the story can become familiar, maybe too familiar, to the point where we're not sure we have something else to learn. And instead, I want to ask us to come to God's word with ears to hear and hearts and minds that are open to what he wants to impress upon us here. So, Matthew 21, starting at verse 1. I'm going to read the first few verses. Now, when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethpage to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples ahead, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, like about why you're taking my donkey... He says, you shall say, the Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. And this took place to fulfill what was spoken centuries past by the prophet, saying, say to the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal 
of a beast of burden. This, palms, this first Palm Sunday, Jesus' entry into Jerusalem, riding in on a donkey, is the fulfillment of prophecy. And in fulfilling prophecy, Jesus is saying, I'm the one. I am the promised rescuer. What, what God's people, who God's people have been looking to for centuries, I'm here. He is, Jesus is, King of kings, Lord of lords. He has come to sit on the throne of David. He has come to establish a kingdom that will last forever. And yet, even more so, maybe that first Palm Sunday, what we're reminded of is that Jesus willingly set set on his mission, completed his mission, had his eyes. We know what happens at the end of this week. He is facing the cross. He is facing execution. And he goes willingly to become our rescuer. He goes willingly to death so that we can have life. Verse 6, the disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put uh, put on them their cloaks, and Jesus sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna! Everyone shout, Hosanna! Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And so when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowd said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. So this morning, Palm Sunday 2022, as we begin Holy Week, my desire for you, my prayer for you and for me, is that we would use today and each day to follow, to ask God to prepare our hearts and minds for what it is that we remember and celebrate this week, this holy week. I pray that we would use this week to uh, come to a deeper understanding and appreciation of all that God has done for us through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Shout Hosanna! Hosanna. That is good news that Jesus came to rescue, right? And so Hosanna means, save us, Lord. We shout, the crowd was shouting, save us. Lord, save us. And in that passage we just read, some of them were shouting Hosanna, looking for salvation, but perhaps some of them were looking for salvation different than what God had in mind. Perhaps some of them were saying, save us with a military victory or set up a political kingdom. But those would have just been temporary, temporary um, results. God had something so much more in mind. And Jerusalem, as the passage told us, is stirred up asking the question, who is this? Who is this? And all these years later, whether you've been a Christian for a long time or you are not a follower of Jesus, all these many years later, that's the question. Who is Jesus? Because Jesus came not to take momentary power set up a kingdom on earth jesus came to die in order to give you and i eternal life he came to give a gift to the walking dead do you and i apart from god see ourselves as the walking dead jesus came to give a gift to the walking dead in life that never ends he rode that donkey to his death so that we would reign with him in life He is coming again. 
And Jesus will come again. He will return and set up a kingdom that will last forever and where peace and righteousness will reign forever. Everybody say, Hosanna. Hosanna, Lord, save us. So let's stand and let's sing Hosanna together and mark this Palm Sunday and prepare our hearts to remember what Jesus has done for us. Turning to you, we turn to you. Hope in hearts are yearning for you. We long for you. So when we see you, we find strength to face the day. In your presence, all our fears are washed away, washed away, Hosanna, Hosanna, you are the God who saves us, worthy of all our praises, Hosanna, Hosanna. Jesus, hear the sound of hearts returning to you, we turn to you, in your kingdom broken Fears are washed away, washed away. Hosanna, Hosanna, you are the God who saves us, worthy of all our praises. Hosanna, Hosanna, come out. Among us, we welcome you here, Lord Jesus. Because when we see you, we find strength to face the day. And in your presence, all our fears are washed away. Oh, because when we see you, we find strength to face the day. Oh, and in your presence, all our fears are washed away, washed away. Oh, Hosanna, Hosanna, you are the God who saves us, worthy of all our praises. 
us. We welcome you here, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hey, let's pray. Father in heaven, we do shout Hosanna. We do say, Lord, save us. And God, we pray that uh, today and every day from now on, that we would come to you, that we would put ourselves at your feet, and that we would seek to know and follow Jesus. Save us, Lord. Whether we are not walking with Jesus, whether we've never walked with Jesus, or we've been walking with him for many months or years, we come to you and say, Lord, save us. We need you. We need to be rescued from sin and death. We need to be given the, your gift of eternal life. And we need the transforming work that Jesus does in our lives by his Holy Spirit. Hosanna. Lord, save us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may have a seat. And kids, K through 5, you're dismissed. You want to head back over there to the Faith Kids sign? If you're uh, one of our K-5 through kids, you are welcome to head back to the Faith Kids sign, join the team, and head off for a great time together. As we do the same here, as we stay here for a great time as well. Faith Church exists to proclaim the gospel. The gospel is the spectacular news that God rescues sinners through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. The, The Faith Church exists to proclaim the good news. Faith Church exists so that you and I would be forever changed by what God has done in rescuing us from sin and death, in taking us out of the darkness and into the light, in in taking us out of doomed for death and into his eternal life. We need the gospel daily. And our church exists to proclaim the gospel to those who don't yet know Jesus. The gospel is that spectacular news that we are not left stuck in our sin, but that God has made a way to be in relationship with him. In our worship gatherings together on Sunday, uh, most of the time when we gather together on a Sunday morning, we look together to learn and grow in the gospel. One of the main ways we do is we spend a lot of time studying God's word and, and hearing the gospel preached. And there's a little less of that today. And instead, we're gonna get to experience the gospel in kind of a different way. I said that this is gonna be a special Sunday. And so one of the other things that makes today a lot of fun to experience the gospel together is that we'll be sharing and rejoicing with a baptism here in a few minutes. Look at the screen with me on something from our state of faith. I want to, I'll read it. The Lord Jesus mandated two ordinances, baptism and the Lord's Supper, which tangibly, this is the part I like to look at, which visibly and tangibly express the gospel. Though they are not means of salvation, that's not how you are made right with God, that's not how you become a Christian, that's not how you receive God's gift of eternal life, but when we celebrate the Lord's Supper and baptism, when they're celebrated by the church in genuine faith, these ordinances confirm and nourish the believer. And so I just wanted to encourage us that as we gather, instead of proclaiming the gospel and studying God's word together today, today I think it's such an awesome opportunity to have this visible and tangible reminder of the good news of Jesus. What do I mean by that? Well, before we get to the idea of baptism, I want to think ahead to Friday, Good Friday. I hope you'll join us on Friday evening as we consider and reflect on the death of Jesus. 
on Good Friday, but part of our, our time on Friday will be worship through music, and part of our time together will be sharing in the Lord's Supper, where we come to the table and we take the bread and the cup, this visible and tangible reminder of the gospel. We take the bread and the cup, which represent the body and blood of Jesus given for you, his sacrifice so that you could live, is a visible and tangible expression of what Jesus has done for us. And today, we have an opportunity of rejoicing with our sister in Christ, Emma Moore. It's going to be a great day. Uh, There's a few over here who know Emma Moore, I think, and a lot of others that know Emma Moore as well. And uh, we're going to get to rejoice with Emma here in a few moments, celebrating her baptism. And as you see on the screen, as we share in the Lord's Supper or as we baptize, that's not the means of salvation. Emma knows that. Emma has found salvation by putting her trust in Jesus. You who are here as a church family who are followers of Jesus are Christians, are followers of Jesus because you have found new life in God by putting your faith in Jesus, by recognizing you can't save yourself, but instead you call upon Jesus as Savior. That's how we find salvation. That's how we receive God's free gift of salvation. But baptism, like the Lord's Supper, is this visible, tangible expression of the gospel. Once again, I ask, well, what do you mean by that? Well, on the screen is Romans chapter 6, verse 4. We were buried, therefore, with Jesus by baptism into death in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. I love about baptism that there is a visible and tangible expression of the gospel. There's a picture that you're about to watch play out as Emma declares publicly that she is a follower of Jesus. She is baptized, dead dead to her old self, dead to the power of sin in her life, dead to going her own way, buried with Christ under the water in baptism, and then raised up out of the water as Jesus was raised up from the dead, raised up to newness in life. As the person being baptized is raised up out of the water, we're we're celebrating that they are united with Christ. And in being united with Jesus, have the power to live a new life. So that's what we get to experience together. Sound good? Are we ready for exciting times of celebrating together? Good. Um, Let's have Pastor Jake come up and join us. And, uh, and also, as Pastor Jake comes to, bring, uh, to come up here, let's welcome Emma Moore. Well, it's more fun that way. <laughs> it's all chill. Good morning. As uh, Pastor Derek said, I'm Jake. I'm one of the pastors here, and uh, this is Emma Moore. Everybody say hey. Yeah. Emma, uh, introduce yourself to us a little bit, and then uh, tell us, point out a few people here that are uh, kind of important to you. Just a few? Just a few. Okay. I'm Emma. I am a senior. I go to Dallas, and some things I just like to do, I'm a student leader at Young Life which is really awesome. If you've never heard about it, talk to me after. Um, Yeah, I just like hanging out with friends, volleyball. I go to youth group here, and I go to church at Grace, um, but youth group here. And so, yeah. Sweet. And uh, are there some people you love over here? Um, Just about everyone, yeah. (laughs) Um, Parents, sisters, aunts, uncles, family, friends. 
friends, aunts, uncles, <laughs> family friends, friends. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, and um, I have my young life leaders back back there. Heck yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Glad you're all here to join us and witness this awesome uh, this awesome ordinance that uh, we're given. And so uh, just a couple of questions for you. We just heard about uh, baptism and what that means as an expression of your faith in your relationship with Jesus. Emma, we'd love to know when and where it was that you began your relationship with Christ. Yeah, I uh, grew up in the church, going to Valley Life, and then um, one of my friends, actually, Morgan, was like, hey, Molly and Emma, you should go to VBS at Grace. So, okay, let's go. And we went there and fell in love, and we've been going there since, what, first grade? I think so. And, <laughs> I know. And, yeah, we just went through a youth group there, and... Um, just really cool people there too, and then going into freshman year, I went to Camp Tapawingo, and it's just um, an amazing place, and you're there for a week or so, and you're just surrounded with um, people who are telling their stories and um, just followers, really, and I remember I was, um, I can't remember what night it was, but everyone was asleep, and we you know, you always talk and stay up late and stuff, and I don't remember what time it was, but it was really late, and I, it was all dark, like, we were all going to sleep and stuff, and I just laying in my bed, and I just was like, well, I, I, Jesus coming to my heart, like, and, um, yeah, I had always grown up in the church, but that was the first time that really was like, this is mine, you know? Right on, that's exciting, right? Mm -hmm. so cool to hear that Camp Tapawingo mm -hmm. and the faithful servants there are ministering for the gospel and building up the kingdom, and we have a great example of it right here. And we're going to see that kind of uh, as she continues to tell us uh, her story as it relates to Christ, just the different people, the different ministries in this area that have really brought truth to you and really shown you Jesus and the gospel. And it's so awesome to be a part of that ministry here locally. Um, so awesome for T Camp Tapawingo. Um, and as you grew then in your faith from freshman year on, right after that moment on that bunk bed, uh, and you're surrounding yourselves with awesome uh, followers of Christ, when was it that it became more significant to you, when it became more important, your faith? Um, softball, so, you know, COVID school, whatever you want to call it, we, Young Life came to Dallas, and we kind of wanted to branch out, but we were kind of stuck, um, because there was certain, like, you couldn't do it at a school event, you couldn't do it in the building, it was just a lot of stuff, and I didn't really know what it was, but I was like, okay, I'm, I want to I do this, so. We got a group together and we really like, it was just cool to watch people or just come and change from Young Life and I just have really good leaders and um, peers from Young Life and that, when I joined Young Life was definitely like, surrounded with good people and good leaders really, really helped me like, um, be more, 
purposeful with my relationship with Christ. So. Yeah, and one of those people will point out, uh, Jocelyn, she's going to be joining us in the water here in a minute. Um, Jocelyn Tanner and their two incredible boys uh, through Young Life. Uh, they've been part of our church family, and so they've also been ministering and spreading the gospel, and, and so many others here. And so uh, that's so cool and encouraging to hear that people are just building you up towards Christ and giving you that purpose. That's mm -hmm. awesome. And so uh, lastly, I guess, before we go get dunked, right? Uh, here and now, Emma, why do you want to be baptized? I want to be baptized because I'm in this for the long run. <laughs> um, That's right. Yes, this is, it's very important to me, and yeah, I think that's the best way to explain it. That's perfect. You agree? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Let's go get in the tank. Exciting times. Okay, they're going to head over and get ready, and the rest of us are going to get ready as well. Uh, at Faith Church, we have a fun tradition of giving some exciting front row seats to some uh, key people. So we want to invite Emma's family to head on up. There's stairs over there. There's stairs here right now. Don't be shy. Don't worry about everybody out there. Just come and get front row seats um, for uh, getting close to the tank and being near so her family, extended family, whoever you want, come on up. There's plenty of space. We can have some people standing behind the chairs. We can have you sitting on the chairs. We can have people sitting on the floor in the front if you want any of it else. Uh, also, friends, friends, come on up. Get close and celebrate uh, with them if you want. So go ahead and fill in our space up here if you want, behind the chairs, on the chairs, sitting on the ground in front if you want. That way we'll have a great view and be able to celebrate with Emma as she comes out of the water. So don't be shy, don't be shy. And then just reminding the rest of us, we're going to have a visible and tangible expression of the gospel here. We are going to see Emma buried with Christ in baptism and raised to walk in newness of life. And when she comes up out of that water, what do we do as a church family? Yeah, we are ready to celebrate. You can, don't, be, don't hold back. We got applause. We got cheers. We got tears. We got whatever to celebrate and, uh, and to make that, um, just mark that milestone in, in Emma's life and spiritual journey. So want to be ready to celebrate with her in that way. So don't be shy if there's anybody else that wants to squeeze up here. We got some chairs. We got some space. If you want to get close, go ahead. All right. Well, it's not too cold in here, which is nice, right? We're good? Okay. All right. Well, Emma, uh, I'm excited. Are you stoked? Yes. Sweet. Okay. Um, I just have a couple of questions for you, and then Jocelyn, she's going to read some scripture over you and just pray for you. Cool? All right. So, uh, Emma... Have you received God's free gift of salvation and put your trust in Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and are now being transformed into his likeness? Yes. And in being baptized today, are you here to show these family members, these friends, this, this congregation that it is for you to live for Christ? Yes. Awesome. Um, Emma, I just wanted to share a scripture that has just meant so much to me in my walk with Christ, um, but uh, it's a promise that um, God gave us in 2 Corinthians that says, therefore anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old has passed away and behold the new has come. Um, so I just want to have everyone pray over you, so you know, do the whole if you guys want, if you feel comfortable but um 
Yahweh, I just thank you so much for this promise of making us new creations in Christ. And I thank you so much, Father, for bringing Emma into your family and that she is a new creation. And I thank you that all of the old has passed away and this new has come. And I just pray um, over the rest of her life that, Spirit, you would just lead her and that any, when anyone sees Emma, they would see you. Just use her for your glory and that she may bring others into your kingdom. Thank you so much for this joyous occasion that we could all share with her. Just bless her, Lord. In Jesus' name. Right on. Yeah. <coughs> oh, gotcha. All right. Well, Emma, because of your profession of faith in Jesus Christ and your declaration to us all that you are choosing to live for Christ, it is my privilege and joy to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Stand in worship, celebration. I lift my eyes to see your face. I know my help is in your name. In everything, held by hands of mercy. And I will run and not grow weary. I will rise in God my strength, my heart will trust, for all my hope is Christ alone. And now my soul sings, your love knows no end, your love knows no end.
to this world Oh, you reign, you reign, you reign forever You reign forever You reign forever You are the light unto this world And now my soul sings Your love and knows no Can I have a seat really quick? Uh, Debbie is coming up. We're going to do quick announcements really quick. Oh, yeah, you know what? I was supposed to pray. I'm so sorry. Let's pray over Emma real quick before we move on. I'm so sorry. Heavenly Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for Emma. Thank you for this display of the gospel. And this physical representation of what has happened internally uh, in her heart that the Holy Spirit lives within her now and she has made the public declaration that Lord she loves you she has purpose with her life like she said she's purposeful with her relationship with you she is in it for the long haul mm -hmm. God she is in this for her life so God we celebrate we thank you for her we thank you for her family we thank you for Grace, we thank you for Young Life and all these different leaders that have poured into her over, uh, over all these years of her life, God, that have brought her to this moment. And let this be a time when she can look back and see, God, this is when I, I committed, not just committed to you, but committed to the body of Christ, saying, I am in this. I have a relationship with Christ. I love him. I've committed my life to him. And God, may she... May she be a shining example. May she be you and the flesh here on earth for those around you who need you so desperately. May we all do that. God, we love you. This is a good morning. Pray all things in your name. Amen. 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 Wow, what a beautiful testimony. Did that just, like, get you? Oh, my goodness. You know, my favorite part about that is that it wasn't just a sort of like, oh, I came here for a month and then this happened. I mean, all throughout her life, you could tell from the very beginning, a little one. Who here has ever helped at a vacation Bible school? Right? Okay. You guys, that is the fruit that is happening. I just love that it's just a whole journey and everybody poured in. And that's the body of Christ. It's not just at 2290 East Ellendale, although it's here, but it's all around. And everybody has parts in everybody else's story. 
That's just so exciting. Um, and I'm excited to um, just highlight a few things. Hopefully you picked up one of these in the back. If you haven't, grab one on your way out. One of the things I want to highlight is something coming up next Saturday. Maybe you're saying, oh, I just love Emma's story and that's so beautiful and I just wish I could have a part in that. Well, you guys, we're doing an Easter community outreach in Dallas City Park this Saturday between 10 and noon. And we're inviting all families with kids of all ages. If you have kids in your life, bring them. And if you wanna come and maybe reach out and be a part of someone else's story, we'd love to have you step up and volunteer. You can just see me afterwards in the back. We're gonna be sharing the story of the resurrection and having an egg hunt. And then of course, on next Sunday, Easter morning, we're gonna be celebrating the way that people who love Jesus do it best through eating. We're going to be doing that. Now, I know we don't always have to eat to get to, to, when we get together, but pancakes on Easter morning just seem like a good idea, right? Okay, so um, if you would like to come to that, we invite you to either sign up through the Church Center app or go online through the church website or just show up, but we invite you to come and celebrate, and then afterwards we're going to be worshiping and really just celebrating the resurrection of our Lord Jesus and the difference it makes. The song we just sang, The Light of the World, it's so true. It's not just words. Like, some people don't understand that the baby at Christmas is the same God. Holy Jesus that gave us life at Easter, and you can't have Christmas without Easter. It doesn't make sense. So invite your friends who don't know that yet, please, to next week. And then the Saturday after that, we have a ladies' tea for all the ladies. And, you know, it's going to be from 9 to 11. We're going to have some tea. We're going to have some treats. We're going to have some encouragement. And if you have, like, a floppy hat or something lovely, a little something you want to put in your hair, we're going to encourage floppy hats. Where's Lori? Lori, you have a floppy hat ready. She has a floppy hat on the ready, so do I. So we want to invite all ladies to that. Please sign up as well. We're going to, have, um, we're going to hear a little video from Dr. Anita Hill. She's a really um, well-known and respected Christian uh, doctor and counselor, so we're excited for that. And then, I'm almost finished, and then on May 1st, we are going to be having a, we, we're going to call it a life group refresh. So if you're part of a life group or maybe you're not part of a life group, it's for everybody in that category. So our life groups are just people that have decided to sort of do life together and make Jesus the center and Jesus the one that they go to and they depend on and they learn from and they grow in. And so this is called a life group refresh. You can come and share about your life group. You can come and find a new life, new life group. Who came to the last one? We called it um, Have Pie and Say Hi. You remember that one? Okay, yeah. So we are going to have dessert again as well. We don't eat at everything, you guys, but just at these events I happen to be mentioning. So um, we're really excited. Um, if you don't normally spend your Sundays with us, we welcome you. We're so glad we could celebrate. And it's just been a beautiful day. And we love the Lord, and we want to serve him, and we want to lift him up together in Dallas. And that's what we plan to do. All right. So I, uh, I don't think I introduced myself before we started. My name is Matt, and I'm the worship pastor here. And as a worship pastor, one of the things that I oversee is worship in the church, uh, and particularly on Sunday morning. So we believe here that worship is a lifestyle, and it is loving God through everything that we're doing. And so that's through loving our family, our kids, our neighbors, uh, the strangers that we interact with, uh, doing the dishes. So even if you're doing dishes and you're loving your family, check that off. That's worship, right? Uh, so it is a lifestyle committed to Christ and to loving him and to loving others. And one of the ways that we worship around here is through giving. And so we're going to do that really quick. Um, and so we, we believe here that giving is a joyous thing. 
And like the scripture says, it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. That's something that Jesus taught us uh, through these different stories. And we read this throughout scripture of what this looks like. But it is just saying that, God, we trust you with everything that we have. And events like this uh, and events like youth group and events like Sunday morning where we get to feed pancakes to like hundreds of strangers, that is supported through your giving and your generosity. And so we just want to thank you for that. So let's, uh, let's do that and take a minute to do that. And then we'll join into worship through music afterwards. Suddenly articulate With a thousand tongues to lift one cry Then from north to south And east to west We do Christ be magnified Were the whole earth Echoing his eminence, his name would burst from sea and sky. From reference to the mountain tops, we dear Christ be magnified. Let's do that this morning. Let's worship our King. No. Christ be magnified, let his praise arise. Christ be magnified in me. Oh, Christ be magnified, the altar of my life. Christ be magnified in me. When every creature finds its symbol's melody And every human heart its native cry Oh, then in one and raptured hymn of praise We'll sing Christ, be magnified Oh, be lifted high, Jesus, oh, Christ be magnified, let his praise arise, Christ be magnified in me, oh, Christ be magnified, the altar of my life, Christ be magnified in me 
stand strong and worship you if it puts me in the fire i rejoice because you're there too i won't be for my feelings i hold fast to what is true because if the cross brings transformation i'll be crucified with you because death is just a doorway to resurrection life if I join you in your sufferings, and I'll join you when you rise, and when you return in glory, with all the angels and the saints, my heart will still be singing, my soul will be the same. Oh, rise, be magnified, let His praise arise. Christ be magnified in me. Oh, Christ be magnified from the altar of my life. Christ be magnified in me. Oh, Christ be magnified. Let His praise arise. Christ be magnified in me oh christ be magnified from the altar of my life christ be magnified in me amen well, this was a good, good morning. So we got to celebrate baptism, one of the ordinances that we talked about, uh, and the other one, Lord's Supper, which we alluded to already. Uh, we'll be doing that along with worship through music this Friday evening for a worship night at 7 p.m. here on Friday. Good Friday, it's in the name. Uh, so I invite you here. It's going to be a great time. Just come prepared to offer your heart to the Lord through music, through some scripture, through taking the Lord's Supper together with your family and with your church body. We're really excited to do it. Uh, we're looking forward to it. So we will see you Friday night, and then we'll see you Sunday morning for a lot of pancakes and some good worship celebrating the risen Lord and King Jesus Christ. Easter morning. So let's do that. We will see you next week. Have a great week, everyone.